Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Earl Burgess. He's joining us here from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. He's an oncologist to talk about prostate cancer, the second most common form of cancer in American men today. He's going to talk about some new ways of prostate cancer detection. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Burgess. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Well, September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. I did mention, of course, that you're an oncologist here from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Give us a bit of your professional background and um, tell us what it is that you love about what you do. Well, thank you. I'm a practicing medical oncologist and I focus on prostatic cancers in my practice and love the opportunity to help people and use the emerging treatments that we have that are leading to improved outcomes in people with this disease. Now, why is it so important to recognize prostate cancer this month? Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and to raise awareness about prostate cancer. This is currently the second most common cancer in men in the United States behind skin cancer. Almost 250,000 men are diagnosed each year with prostate cancer in the United States, and almost 35,000 men die from the disease. Most of us have heard of prostate cancer, all the cancers, but once we're diagnosed, we're still blindsided. When you get diagnosed with prostate cancer, how do you learn more about this specific disease that you've been diagnosed with? There are really two key tools that physicians use to determine the full extent of cancer after somebody's been diagnosed. One is a blood test called PSA. This is a biomarker that generally the higher someone's PSA level, the more likely the cancer may be advanced and may have spread to other parts of the body. But PSA cannot tell us where cancer may have spread. And for that, we use imaging or scans, Mm -hmm. such as CAT scans, bone scans, MRI, and more recently, PET scans in prostate cancer. Is there a traditional path that prostate cancer follows when it progresses? Are there certain organs that we look to first if that is a possibility? That's right. Uh, Many prostate cancers are diagnosed and they haven't spread to other parts of the body, but there is a typical pattern where when prostate cancer does spread, quite often it involves the lymph nodes in the pelvis or also can metastasize or spread to bones. Prostate cancer can go to any part of the body, but those are the two most common sites that it goes when it spreads. You mentioned PSA blood testing early in our conversation. Now, is this a test that is done after initial diagnosis, or is this a test that could be done to bring out the initial diagnosis of someone with prostate cancer who had no symptoms prior? Well, there's two ways that we currently use PSA, as you allude to. One is after somebody's been diagnosed with prostate cancer, it's a very effective test that helps guide physicians to understand the extent of cancer and gives uh, an indication about how treatments that we may be using are working. PSA is also used as a screening test for men that don't have a previous history of prostate cancer or a known diagnosis. There's been a lot of discussion about the role for PSA in screening for prostate cancer in recent years. And when using it in this fashion, I'll say that there really is not a one-size-fits-all recommendation. We know that people's risk factors such as age, race, and family history really influence the likelihood that somebody may have prostate cancer. And these factors should be kept in mind when men are considering screening and using a PSA in discussion with their doctor. Should prostate cancer 
pretty much be ignored, for lack of a better term, until you reach uh, that risk factor age? Or should you start considering it in your, your 30s, your 20s? Prostate cancer generally occurs in men that are older. And at, the, at this time, there's not a consensus across all of the professional groups in terms of recommending when men should start having conversations with their doctors. But I would recommend that men in their 40s start to speak to their primary physician about their individual circumstances so that in discussion with their physician, they can determine what their risk potentially would be. And then that should guide the decision on whether to use screening strategies with the PSA. When you mentioned further screening to find out how far the cancer has progressed with imaging, what types of imaging are we uh, talking about? Right. There, conventionally, we have used CAT scans, bone scans, and MRI. And more recently, we've begun to use PET scans in prostate cancer. I do want to mention that recently there has been a new type of PET scan that has been approved for use in prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. This is based on a new biomarker called PSMA. I know it sounds similar to PSA, but this is a different test. PSMA is a protein that's found on the surface of most prostate cancer cells, about 80%. And a PSMA PET scan can identify if and where prostate cancer cells may have spread with better accuracy and sensitivity than our conventional tests we've previously used. Now, once a diagnosis has been made, what is historically the the treatment landscape look like for uh, prostate cancer? Is it different between patient to patient? Right. There are multiple different treatment options, and it's really determined by how advanced the cancer is or the stage For people whose cancer is confined to the prostate gland itself, the standard treatment options include either surgical removal of the prostate or the use of radiation-based strategies, which can kill the cancer cells without the need for surgery. And men that have more advanced prostate cancer that spread to other parts of the body, we typically use medical-based treatments that are delivered throughout the body and can attack the cancer cells wherever they are. How many cases of prostate cancer do we think are going to be made this year? Well, there are almost 250,000 men that are expected to be diagnosed with prostate Mm. cancer in the United States this year. And that leads to a a high number of deaths, obviously, 30, 35,000 or more? That's right. That's exactly right. So uh, almost 35,000 men are expected to die from prostate cancer in the United States this year. And that really underscores the importance of raising awareness for men Uh, And so that men are speaking to their doctors about their individual characteristics so that they can formulate a personalized screening strategy based on their risk factors. Where can our listeners learn more about prostate cancer, about prostate cancer awareness, and about PSMA as well? Right. PSMA is a new biomarker, so there isn't much information geared towards the public. But there's a really nice website called learnaboutpsma.com. That's learnaboutpsma.com. I would direct anybody who's interested in learning more about PSMA and the differences between PSA to that website. And for men who are diagnosed with prostate cancer and wonder if a PSMA PET scan might be appropriate for them, I would direct them to talk to their physician about this in more detail. Great. Well, Dr. Burgess, I appreciate you joining us here on the program. Thank you very much. 
Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Earl Burgess. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.